Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us here today on TIP International Radio. I'm your host, Leah Mastin. We are showcasing prestigious top professionals from all industries all over the globe to share their experience and stories of success. We have a very special guest joining us today who is a world-renowned educational media consultant and best-selling author. She is widely known for her in-depth interviews and research she conducted with Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Captain Kangaroo, and her consulting work with NASA. She was just recently honored at the International Association of Top Professionals IAOTP Annual Awards Gala at the Bellagio Hotel for her selection as Top Author of the Year and received the Lifetime Achievement Award. Everyone, please welcome Dr. Lucille Burbank. Hi, Dr. Burbank. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, this is such a pleasure. It's really, thanks for having me, Leah. It's really such a pleasure. We are so excited to have you join us today. So, Dr. Burbank, you have over 30 years of experience in educational media and the technology industry. Tell me, what first got you started in this industry? Was it always a field you were interested in? Well, I was lucky. I started at a very young age. I went. I started at a two-year college, and there I was wondering about my uh, chosen major in early childhood education. I was wondering if that was right for me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as a requirement, I attended uh, Professor Neeling's class in children's literature. And she was wonderful, and she asked me, oh, read aloud and act out stories, and I had such a good time doing that. (laughs) So she looked at me, and she was the head of the uh, radio and television department there at the college, and she said, you know, I really think you should major in radio and television. (laughs) Well, that was it, because I immediately knew that I was home when I started work there, and I was only 19 years old. Wow. So I was so lucky to find what I wanted to do so early in life. Definitely. Yeah, and then after graduating from this two-year college, I also taught at an innovative school in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and there I realized, oh, I could I can combine my love of television and my love of education into a field which was being um, combined anyway and worked on and it's known as educational media. So that's how it all began. Wow, what a journey you've had. Now, you are a best-selling author in the Inside Secrets of Sesame Street and Secrets from Sesame Street's Pioneers. Tell me about these books and what drove you to share this with the world. Oh, wow. This is another exciting event in my life. When I was a consultant at the Sesame Workshop and they are uh-huh. creators of Sesame Street, I was also enrolled at Temple University in Philadelphia for in adopt to get a doctorate in educational media. Uh-huh. So in doing so and to to uh, make it as relevant as possible, I chose, I did a dissertation um, choosing to conduct in-depth interviews with the creators, uh, writers, puppeteers, producers of Sesame Street. 
So I did interviews like with Joan Cooney, who, as you know, is responsible for the show's creation, along with yeah. um, Lloyd Morissette. And then I did an inter- a wonderful interview with Carol Finney, who is the puppeteer for Big Bird, and <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people don't know, and Oscar the Grouch. Oh, both! I did not know yes. that. I know, okay. I know a lot of people. I know, isn't that? And then right. I got to interview Jane Henson, um, you know, uh, wife and creative partner of the late Jim Henson, and also Jeff Moss, who's known for that popular song "Rubber Ducky." Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. And these were just a few. I mean, I'm just Yeah, and I also did interviews um, at uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood to get a feeling for that children's program. And then Cats and Kangaroo. Um, Amazing. uh, All shows I grew up watching. (laughs) I know. And I thought, well, you know, I'll just have... A lovely combination, and it was a yeah. dissertation, but I was able to get a scholarship, and so that allowed, that gave me more money to um, do all these interviews. So, but at any rate, what happened with the books is after I completed my doctoral degree, mm-hmm. um, I was looking at Sesame Street pioneers, and a lot of them were dying very young. Um, it can be a number of factors, but at any rate, I said to myself, oh my gosh, I, Sesame Street was starting to uh, celebrate its 40th birthday. You know, wow. last year mm-hmm. it celebrated its 50 years on the air. But at any rate, so I said, you know, these pioneers, they've given me such rich information. Mm-hmm. So it really is important I get this and disseminate this in a book form. And it was kind of like, excuse the expression, but cheating death suitcase because they we had three four-hour interviews and they just talked and talked and talked and then they were dying at an early age, but I already had all this information. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I got it out of my dissertation, and I did my first book, which was titled Secrets from Sesame Street's Pioneers, mm-hmm. How They Produced a Successful Television Series. And oh, nice. that book is a reference for um, television majors, because um, also I talked about Sesame's wonderful television model, and we went into how they planned and everything else. So I thought it could be a good generic book in terms of for television majors and, of course, those majoring and wanting to create children's programming. That, Defin- was, that would be just great, too. Definitely. So yeah. then I did a second edition of this book because the critics said to me, oh, we want pictures. So I did lots of pictures. And um, and that book is titled, that's the second edition, and it's titled The Inside Secrets of Sesame Street. And it's almost like a semi-coffee table book. Got it. Mm-hmm. Just, 
leaf through it and look at the pictures flip, and flip the pages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really fun and dynamic. So I'm glad I took their advice. And then now I'm going to do just one more edition because I need an update. So many things have changed. Um, Sesame Street is now working, has done shows to help Syrian refugees and all the refugees in the Middle East. So that's mm-hmm. something I want to put in. And also their, you know, their time at HBO. And so we have that information. And so um, that's what I'm working on now. Oh, that's all so exciting. I can't wait for your <laughs> your update to come out. So I am neat. excited, too. I that's wonderful. I'm going to work on the cover today. And I have oh, a good fun. idea. I'm going to change the cover. And uh-huh. you know, it's so all exciting. And then I think I'll go move on to some other subject matter. Right? I think the third yeah. edition will just complete it. That'll complete it. Well, that must be so much fun to work on. It is. It is. You know, I love educational media because I'm having a ball. <laughs> well, that's, isn't that the point? <laughs> yes. Yes. And we'll get to that in a, another question. Yeah. So what, exactly. what would, is coming up. <laughs> yeah. What, what would be some advice that you would give to someone starting out in your industry? Well, you must love your work. Yeah. And in educational media, it's important to love your work because there are obstacles to surmount. I mean, you have to look at it and say, okay, I expect and I accept whatever obstacles come my way. And it'll be challenging to jump over them or, right. you know, yeah. And then so perseverance is very important in educational media. Sometimes you just have to hang on longer than you would like to. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing I would say in the planning stage, after looking at Sesame Street's planning, um, which was one of the reasons for its success, in the planning stage of your work, whatever it is, you want to err on the side of more planning rather than less. And then... You know, there's an example I have here of, I was interviewing Danny Epstein, who was the music coordinator for Sesame Street. And I was Uh interviewing him about producing short pieces of music versus long pieces. And he said, I, you know, I said, is there any preference or anything? He said, no, I don't care. I mean, there's no frustration in producing a short piece or a long piece. Mm -hmm. He said it's the fun and excitement of of creating music. Mm. And you couldn't, and he also added, you couldn't do this, and I agree, you couldn't do this unless you had fun doing it because there are other frustrations that creep into production, which is so Mm. true. So... I end my whole advice saying, ask yourself when you're doing your work in educational media, ask yourself, are you having fun? Mm, I love that. That is fantastic advice. It is so, yeah. so good. Yeah, because you have to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly sound like you don't have a problem with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. 
You you can check that box. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm having a ball. That's so wonderful. So throughout your illustrious career, you have won numerous awards, honors, and featured in magazines worldwide. This past year, I've heard that you were honored at IEOTP's annual awards gala at the Bellagio Hotel for your selection as top author of the year and received their Lifetime Achievement Award, where you were featured on the famous Reuters building in Times Square and were on the front cover of Tip Magazine. Congratulations, that is quite amazing. What would you say has been the highlight of your career or most memorable experience that you've had to date? Oh my gosh, that was a hard one. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, I would say, although I've added a couple of other highlights, but I would say okay. one of the highlights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I couldn't just choose one because right. all of it's so exciting. So yeah. one of the highlights of my career and most memorable experience that I had was working with now Carol Spinney, the late Carol, he he just died this past yeah. December. Carol Spinney was puppeteer of Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch, but he was wonderful to work with. What he did is he edited my first book and made sure that it was accurate. Everything was accurate because I couldn't be every place at one time and especially with his experiences he just went through and we had a such a good time he's a really sweet man we had such a good time working together but now as i said upon reflection is kind of hard to pick one highlight right completing my doctorate was really uh, so fulfilling. And then writing a book, finishing my first book was really great. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, being honored by IAO. <laughs> <laughs> All amazing experiences. Yeah, yeah, it's really been fun. And, and attending. The awards gala was just lovely because the people there are just so interesting and they, there's no egos and they talk right. about they're excited to contribute. <laughs> Absolutely. It's very, very special group of people, for sure. When not working, I know you have some hobbies. What do you like to do for fun? I love to volunteer. And I've been doing that for 13 years um, at a public school in San Diego, reading to second graders mm-hmm. and having a ball. And then I also enjoy exercising, keeping my body in shape, uh, working out and swimming. And cultural activities I really like. Um, I grew up outside of New York City, so my parents would bring us into New York, and we would see a play or go to a museum. I know. It was great cultural education. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, Yeah, like, for instance, I saw Mary Martin and Peter Pan. I mean, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and that really changed. That was really instrumental. It made an impact on me because now I look at quality more than quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also love to read. 
you know, when you're a writer, I think you love to read. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. because, and fiction or nonfiction, a lot of nonfiction because I'm a nonfiction writer. But writer, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really fun. I love to oh. play with my dog. <laughs> oh, what kind of dog do you have? I have, I rescued recently a Bichon Frise. And oh, okay. is 14 years old. Um, this is the second dog I rescued that's mature and uh-huh. a senior. That's so and, sweet. Oh, she is lovely. She is lovely. Her owner got um, chronic dementia, so I came along and said, oh, oh. oh that's so and sweet. Yeah, and they're so appreciative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, so I play with. Maggie and she relaxes me. You know, you forget about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to add that. <laughs> so sweet. Um, looking back, what would you say you attribute your success to? Oh, I would say mentors. I mm. had some of the best people in the industry in educational media. I had Dan DeSantis, um, who is just so great and then Dr. Valeria Lovelace she was my boss at Sesame Street she was assistant vice president um, of Sesame Street Research and then Dr. Dennis Pat he was professor emeritus at Indiana University in Ed Media he was excellent and then Tom Whitehouse was my first husband and he got me he was a person that said yes to me in terms mm-hmm. of yes this is a field you can go into uh-huh and so yeah and so those were just really the main people and then um you know but but doing this books and interviewing all these wonderful people who love what they do is mm-hmm. it's just Exciting. It's so exciting, Leah. Absolutely. <laughs> they have so much to say and you 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 know, you you get a glimpse of where you want to go in terms of your own success and mm-hmm. your, you know, how you wanna contribute. So, um yeah, it's it's been I really am blessed. <laughs> you yeah, you have had an amazing journey and have, have made incredible contributions and I just want to thank you so much for joining us today. We are so, so honored to have you as a guest. Well, thank you. It's such an honor and again, it's another highlight for me to be on this <laughs> radio program or interview. <laughs> yes, it's so nice chatting with you and getting to know more about your life and your journey and um, at the next awards gala or um, networking event, I hope to be able to chat with you a little bit. Hear more about oh, all the that fun would be fun. Fun. Hear more about all the fun you're having. <laughs> okay, I will, and I'll bring you the third edition of my book. <laughs> yes, I cannot wait to read it. Yes, yes I'll autograph a copy and give. Oh, you I a would copy. love that. Yeah, oh, would be so wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you. Lucille. So sweet. All right, well, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Okay. And for more information on Dr. Lucille Burbank, you can visit her page on LinkedIn or at the www.iaotp.com website.